Remembering the Tagalog, where you remember the Tagalog, with me, Jeffrey. And Remembering the Tagalog is where you learn Tagalog words using mnemonics or dad joke. And today, I'm with a special guest, Sam from Masarap Box. Hello, Sam. Hello, Jeff. Thanks for having me. How are you today? Doing well. Excited to be here um, and chat with you. Um, I've been a follower of your um, of your podcast, so kind of surreal that I am guesting on your podcast. So I know. Yeah, You're... it's exciting. <laughs> you are technically the first guest because everyone that I've had on the show are close friends of mine. You're, I've literally never met you in real life, but we are friends in the internet. <laughs> right. I know. With this whole Filipino community and yeah. I think how we found each other, like it kind of just organically came about. And, you know, I, you know, we, we've chatted like way beforehand and I feel like we're right. friends already, but we haven't actually like hung out you know, yeah. like in person or anything <laughs> like that. And I know you're in SoCal, I'm in NorCal. So it's kind of funny now that the way that we make friends, right? Virtually right, right. and, you know, <laughs> it's pretty yeah. cool. I think, I think you're my first friend that I've like met virtually ever, I think. <laughs> oh, yay. <laughs> yeah, I met a bunch of friends along the way. Uh, I mean, I've made a bunch of friends along the way. And it's, it's, it's again, it's, it's amazing, like the types of people that I meet along the way and, and, and just, you know, kind of learning about people's lives and learning about people's experiences and learning about you. So yeah, no, super exciting, like what, you know, what your platform has done and, and how, again, like how we met and, and, you know, just through this whole network of, uh, of Instagram and social media and all of that. So it's pretty cool. Pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, it is. So for those that don't know what Masarap Box is, can you explain to the listeners what that is? Oh my gosh, I should have pulled up my website because I didn't have it memorized. <laughs> um, <laughs> I thought you would go to interview through interview. You just like have it snappy. But I mean. <laughs> no, no, I, I still don't think I have it. So, okay. So Masarap Box is basically, uh, it started out as a subscription box of Filipino snacks. For others, you know, who grew up in the Philippines, it may be nostalgic for them because some of the snacks that I put in there are the snacks that I grew up with while I was still growing up in the Philippines and really hard to find like even if you're in California or Hawaii like if you go to a seafood city you think like oh I could get those snacks but um, growing up in the Philippines there's definitely a wider variety of it so it's basically month to month. Again, we we now it's kind of evolved to nostalgic and new. It gets introduced to like other, you know, I I I want to make sure that it's not just for Filipinos who grew up in the Philippines. I realize now that there are also Filipino Americans that probably haven't been exposed to some of these snacks. So I think it might be nostalgic to others and new to them. Um, yeah. But also new new in a sense that you know we also partner with small businesses um, here in the United States to introduce sure. their product as well. So I've been doing a lot of of collaborations with smaller businesses um, and including it in my box. So it's a subscription theme box. So uh, we recently just wrapped up our um, our September box, which is a Chichiria box, which is all a bunch of like, it's basically Chichiria means junk food. Yeah, um, yeah. So we just wrapped up that theme. And then um, we're going into October, which is going to be the Ube themed ones. And, you know, I, I try to make it a little bit of a mystery and surprise each month, but we do reveal like at least a month before of what the following month would be. Um, yeah, yeah, so that's, that's what Masarap box is. It's just, you know, I would say just Philippines 
Filipino goodies like in a box and you could either get a subscription, you know, um, and save more money if you want to do, you know, if you want to subscribe for three months, six months or a whole year. Or we recently actually just had like a one time purchase. Like we've gotten a lot of feedback like, hey, um, I actually just want to buy it as a gift and I don't want to forget, forget it later and get charged later if I do the month to month subscription. So sure. listen to everyone's feedback. And now we actually offer it as a one time purchase if you want to send it as a gift or just want to try it out. Uh, awesome. So we have that option now too. Yeah, and you provided me with a box. Thank you very much. And the Chichiri box, it has so much stuff. It's <laughs> literally packed with with it's just seeping out of the box. I have no idea how you organized it so well to fit it because when I tried to put it back, it, it, it's almost impossible. <laughs> oh my gosh, I get that. I get that feedback a lot. Um, yeah. You know, when I first, even with the mini boxes, because I started off with like a mini box just to test it out to see if there's any interest, and I got that out. It was, and, and someone said like it was packed exactly just like a Bali buy-in box. Because I don't know if you, you know, if your parents yeah, yeah. or aunties or or uncles, like you know, I think I got it from my dad. Like you, you try to squeeze in every inch of the box, right. and you. Right have it's I don't know if it's a technique or you know I didn't even realize that I packed it that way and and a lot I, I've gotten a lot of that feedback like I don't know how you packed it like I couldn't put it back inside and I don't know how you figured that out um mm -hmm. so it's kind of funny to hear that from you again I feel like that was probably like the fourth or fifth feedback that <laughs> yeah. I've gotten about how it's I packed definitely the boxes, a lot but I'm glad you and um the family enjoyed it I did see yeah, some of we, your videos <laughs> yeah I, I I tried my best to make it look fun and make it look like my son is actually opening the box and like everyone's like laughing like how'd you make him open the box like I literally just it was like hour plus long just getting just videoing him in any angle possible oh and, my god yeah, it was so he, cute it was awesome it didn't feel like you didn't seem like you took it for like an hour so great <laughs> yeah. job <laughs> yeah 55 seconds it takes an hour plus to get a, a toddler uh, hence, to do stuff in yeah. The <laughs> yeah hence why i don't do tiktok i know we've been challenging each other like we should probably get into it but yeah <laughs> uh, that's, that's part of the thing that's probably on my list what i i need to learn in the next couple of months or next yeah couple of <laughs> i'm still working out the kinks like what's a cool what's a cool tiktok to do still working right. on it but uh yeah yeah definitely <laughs> so awesome. um so in the show, well, you kind of already answered it, but um, I usually ask everyone that comes in like what your fluency is in Tagalog since this is a Tagalog show. So you said that you were born and raised in the Philippines, correct? Yes. So I'm pretty fluent in, in Tagalog. I, I was born and raised there. So I was born in Manila, but I was um, I was raised in a smaller city called Baguio City. So it's like, I would say, I don't I know they go by kilometers, but I all I know is that it's about four or six hours depending on traffic from Manila. Mm -hmm. um, the climate is really cold. It's just like Bay Area weather. So, right. but yes, I'm pretty fluent. And then another, and then I, I would say I'm conversational in in Baguio's dialect, which is Ilocano. Like, mm -hmm. but it's pretty broken. But I could understand. <laughs> so I could have a full on conversation with someone who could speak Ilocano. But my oh, okay. response would be broken, or I would just respond in either English or Tagalog. But I could. Oh, totally, nice. Yeah. So yeah, my mom is from Tarlac, so they speak Ilocano, Ilocano. too. Yeah, and, and then my dad speaks, or he's from. Well, he's he's from Manila, but his parents are from uh, Cebu, so they spoke um, oh Cebuano God. at home. Cebuano, so yeah, it, it, yeah. Yeah, my mom, cool. she's also from. Well, she's not from Cebu. She's like from Negro. So I think there's this Bisaya. I think Bisaya and Cebuano, mm -hmm. kind yeah. of, kind of similar, but not. 
But it's funny. I was talking to one of my my really good friends that I one of my childhood friends. She's still in the Philippines, mm-hmm. and I was telling them about your podcast and your you know learning Tagalog. And it's funny because me and my friends like growing up, they would always teach me Ilocano. And yeah. you know, I I feel like Ilocano has like a more like I don't say funnier, but like yeah, it is more, it's really funny. Like the accent yeah. is funny. Like the words are so funny. And yeah, I, was I only telling, know the bad words. <laughs> I only know the bad words. Same here, I would say. Yeah. But then things click whenever I hear like, oh, I forgot that was the term, right? But I was right, yeah, right. I was talking to my friends about it, and I was telling them like, yeah, I wonder if we should do our Ilocano podcast. But I don't know if anyone could relate. Because we were trying to like, I don't know, it was like probably one drunken night where we were trying to translate like Fifty Shades of Grey in Ilocano. <laughs> and it was like the funniest thing ever. Like, it's oh, not that a sounds like a language. great idea. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and, you know, we were, I don't know what else. We were, we were talking about that. And we were talking about like, you know, how audiobooks are, are, are the thing now. And right. we were like, what about? You know, maybe I should be an audiobook reader and then, you know, but with a Tagalog accent. Can you imagine if yeah. I were like... Well, they say <laughs> there was an article saying that the Filipino accent is the sexiest accent in the world. I don't know if you heard that before. Uh, I, I've heard about that and I've seen some like memes or like reels yeah. about it. And yeah. it's, it's kind of funny. Like, I was like, oh, I don't know. I don't know yeah. if like that accent would turn me on, but you know. I, I, I guess we have to be like on the other side. the The ga- grass is greener on the other side. I guess someone right. that's not Filipino, they hear it. I I have no idea. I mean, I, I think an English accent is you know sexy uh, from French. English. Yeah, yeah French, French. Yeah, English. But can you? I, I don't know. I don't know. If, I don't. I don't know. Like what sexy words would sound sexy with a Filipino accent? I I'd love to learn learn more about that. <laughs> Yeah, and then um, yeah, I, I saw the meme where like say something in Tagalog or say something in a Filipino accent, and then they would say Tuesday, <laughs> and they were like, hey. um, <laughs> one of, oh my gosh, RJ Ganadin, he I sent him a box and he he was he did something about I think he said like peanut butter. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, no, that's not sexy. And like you know, it's kind of funny. <laughs> I, I, I would like to know whoever claimed that the Filipino you know, language is like one of the sexiest language. Like what specifically do they think like sounds sexy? Like what, yeah. you know, <laughs> like right now I can't think of anything. So yeah. <laughs> yeah, I can't think of any. Everything sounds like just it's I mean, I, I, I hear that Filipino accent a, a lot from the TFC and stuff. So it's not like I, it, I find it sexy at all. But yeah, it's definitely funny. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, so we will start our show. Our theme of the episode is sweets and snacks because the Masarap box is filled with sweets or snacks or Mm -hmm. some type of food. That's why we made this theme. And you've listened to the podcast, so you understand how this goes. We have five words. We make English Mm -hmm. mnemonics with them, and then we put the Tagalog word in the English sentence. And that would be the mnemonic or mnemonic. That's generally the definition of a mnemonic. And then someone told me that they're kind of like dad jokes. So I'm trying to market, like, if you want to hear dad jokes, this is what this is. (laughs) So, (laughs) So if any... Any new listeners, yeah, their mnemonics are basically dad jokes in the form of learning. But yes, so, (laughs) yeah. And then sometimes they get a little overboard, you know, past PG, they get a little rated R in my episode. So, oh, yeah, uh, I definitely heard. 
man, <laughs> like you guys are so good. Um, you know, from your past episodes, I'm like, how am I gonna do this? I had to enlist help. I'm like, all right, I'm just gonna tell Jeff. Like, I don't even know if I'm doing this right, but I'm sure you can guide <laughs> me through it, and I'm sure you'll have better ones. But we'll see. I'll take a stab at it. <laughs> okay, sure, sure. So for number one in English, it's delicious, and in Tagalog, just like your product, it's masarap. So, well, masarap. It, it is a, a root word for delicious, or I've seen other companies, they use just sarap. So, I guess, what made you pick masarap over sarap or any other words? Like, wh- why did you name it masarap bak? You know what? I There's no, nothing special about the story as to why I came up with masarap box. <laughs> Honestly, the very first idea that I had was pasalubong box. And then... Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah, I didn't a, feel like it. it didn't, it's a little long. <laughs> it's a little long. And then I'm like, well, I'm thinking of like, well, I mean, you know, I was like, I feel like only Filipinos will like, you know, know about it. And, and I, I'm already kind of thinking big dreams. Like if, you know, if, if another person who doesn't speak Tagalog, they'll probably struggle. I feel like other people still struggle with the name Masarap, right? Mm-hmm. But, you know, I tried to be like creative with, I think, like I wanted to do Pasalubong Box and I was like, it's too long. And then I thought about, I think, Pasa Lubox, but I think that's already, uh, I don't know if it's already trademarked. And so I was kind of like doing like all of my, you know, kind of like research on this. And I, and I think um, I was just, I forgot who I was talking to. I was talking to a friend about this and he said like, why don't you just keep it simple? Like, I feel like everyone, like, you know, with the Filipino cuisine kind of being more global right, and being more recognized, right. I feel like everyone, including non-Filipinos, would know what masarap means. So, mm-hmm. um, and that's kind of how it came about. It's nothing special. I was just like, all right, well, let's look and see if masarap box is already, like, taken. And, you know, I did all my research on, you know, if it's trademark or if someone already owns that business. Sure. And, and and thankfully, it, it you know, it didn't. And then I, I originally had my handle for Instagram and all my social media as Masarap Bach. And then for some reason, my, I don't know how, it, I had this weird, I, I don't know if I got hacked or anything that Instagram <laughs> shut it down. And they said that you weren't like, I wasn't like following whatever Instagram rules. And I'm like, I haven't even opened my store. Like I just kind of have it as a placeholder. I didn't have, have sure, a picture. Sure. <laughs> so I wasn't sure. So yeah, I think that's kind of why, you know, that's why now my handle is Shop Masarap Box, but really the company mm-hmm. name is Masarap Box. So, oh, okay. And then, yeah, if you open up the box, so for, you know, you've had a box and for the people that have already ordered, you'll probably, right. and in social media, like I kind of, you know, I kind of came, like, I don't know, it was just one of my random 2 a.m. ideas. I'm like, oh, what if I decide, de- define Masarap somewhere in the box? And then, which is mm-hmm. why I put it inside the box where it has like, you know, the definition of it. So yeah, yeah I mean, a, that was a cool thing that you did. Because, you <laughs> thank know, you. I, I have this feeling that there'll be someone buying a Masarap box and just so <laughs> happens they'll have a friend or a husband or wife that's not Filipino and they'll want to know what it means. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. So I'm like, oh, delicious. I mean, I, I, I intend to put delicious things in the box. But yeah. therefore, Masarap box, right? Keep <laughs> yeah. it simple, right? Why right. overthink it? So, so yeah, it's nothing exciting or... <laughs> <laughs> how I came about with it. I'm just like, I don't know. Awesome, um, yeah. Yeah. That's great. So, do you have a mnemonic for Masarap? I don't know if I did this right because I didn't blend it into like a, a, an English uh, sentence. It's, it's okay. just it's me okay. kind of like, it's kind of lame, like the first one. I don't, I don't, but <laughs> I was like, well, Masarap means good, but it could also, um, good meaning, it could, it could refer to something delicious, but it could mm-hmm. also, 
um, refer to like a feeling or what right. sounds good. Um, mm-hmm. And so I kind of came up with like, okay, well, I know it, it means good, but then how do I, rem- like if I didn't speak Tagalog it, so I, I, I think about, well, what tastes good and sounds good. Mm-hmm. And I just thought about mashed potatoes and wrap. Mash or app. <laughs> oh wow! <laughs> no, you you did really good. I didn't see. I did, I would have never thought of that. <laughs> yeah, so it's like, oh, okay, it's good. What's good in Tagalog? Well, what sounds good and tastes good? Well, I like I like mashed potatoes and I do like wrap. So mm-hmm. mash and wrap. <laughs> nice, nice, very well done. <laughs> no, no story like how you would do it because I know you always come up with these great stories. But we'll see. We'll see how I do on we'll the other one. <laughs> yeah. Well, I uh, mine is a short one just to, you know, ease it in. And mine is these pancakes and waffles taste more delicious with my syrup I made with my own recipe. Oh, my God. I love that. <laughs> <laughs> that is so awesome. See, like, I, yeah. My, well, my, your, yours actually is a little more complicated. I, mine, from what I've heard, you know, set up, you know, people accidentally just say syrup or syrup, you know. Yeah. So I, I thought you would have went that route, but you, you obviously had a different perspective, which is also always good to have a different perspective on the mnemonic. Yeah. It could have been syrup box would have been catchy too, now that I think mm-hmm. about it, but too late. Like... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I I think there are some Instagrams that have like just set up. But set up. yeah, I think I, I've seen some, but yeah, huh. well, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I love it. it it's just as up. good. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> cool. So, who uh, is there anyone that helps you with uh, your your little venture? <laughs> well, um, I'm about to enlist help because the Ube box uh, got pretty popular like this yeah. past month. Um, but for the first ones, I would say like it was pretty manageable. So I would do it. So I'm a very like early bird. Like, you know, mm-hmm. I think you notice, I think sometimes I, I don't even notice I message you at like six in the morning. But yeah, I yeah. usually wake up like, sorry, I'm like, oh, sorry. No, um, no, it's fine. <laughs> Yeah, I'm, a, I'm awake too because my son wakes me up at five. So Oh, there you go. Yeah. So for me, actually, like my kids sleep in, they probably sleep till like six in the morning. Um, oh, lucky. So I would, yeah. So I would, I would uh, wake up usually like 4.30 in the morning or five in the morning. And that, that first hour, hour and a half, I use that time to like pack, like, you know, little by little boxes. Mm-hmm. But obviously I'm probably, you know, so not my kids because I think they're just going to probably eat it <laughs> they've eaten my inventory before um <laughs> my husband doesn't really help me pack the boxes but he's usually mailing the boxes and he was like okay. oh i should be a also a co-founder of master of box since I'm, the, <laughs> I'm helping you i'm like you bitch you just like <laughs> you just mail my boxes like that's like minimum effort on your part you just drop it off at the post office which is like five minutes away right <laughs> um but no, they, um, they want credit. The husbands want he, credit. He wants credit. He wants to be called the co-founder of Master Up Box. Which sounds fancy. It's, a, like, it's a little much. It's a little much. But... Much. I'm like, nah, 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 nah. It's it's mine. This is like my hobby. No, but <laughs> no, he's very helpful as well in that regard. And you know, but no, I do have like a, some friends that are gonna uh, be helping me out packing. You know, well, this upcoming boxes just because we we've had a lot more. I would say like triple what I got from <laughs> from like the first um, theme box. So I think obviously because I think I feel like Ube is just like very popular and and, right, and I'm right. partnering no, yeah. with such Ube great. is the rage. Ube is the rage wherever you go now and yeah, um, Ube is equivalent to matcha. Like yes, right 
Yeah. <laughs> I mean, ube and matcha together is also pretty good. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, sometimes I would call a friend like, hey, let's, you know, let's um, pack some boxes and then we'll get some wine after or we'll open up a bottle of wine after. So that's kind of <laughs> like my bribe or. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I think, you know, I think the reason also why it blew up, not only that it's ube, I've been fortunate enough that there were other um, businesses that were, you know, that that were willing to to collaborate with me because I love their right. products and they're so, so good. And I can't believe they even responded to me and, and you know, took the time to meet with them because they're, they're pretty established and they're pretty busy. And- right, right. Yeah. And yeah, I, I saw that you were like adding people mid month of trying to get your Ube Bucks going. Yes, because one of them, I think I wish you're talking about KS Delights from uh, mm-hmm. uh, they're, yeah, they're actually yeah. here locally. Um, I reached out to them like ahead of time, but I think, you know, their responses were a little bit delayed because if you look at their social media, they're just super busy, but right. appreciate the time that they still took the time with me. I'm like, yes, like I got to squeeze this in because I love like I believe in their products. I've, I've ordered from them so many times. Um, mm-hmm. So I know that it's going to be good. And I know a lot of people will enjoy it. Mid-month, I'm like, yeah, let's let's do it. And we'll just introduce it. And it's fine because it's, you know, it's better to add something later than to like take it off <laughs> when you've right, already right. committed to like products <laughs> that are going to be in the box. So, yeah. Yeah. So you, what percentage of your inventory is from the Philippines and what, what how much is from local shops near you? That's a really great question. I, I, I just depends. thought of, I just I just thought about it right now. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, no, you're fine. Um, it really depends. So I would say like um, the my Chicharia box from September was that I would say that 80% of that was in the Philippines and 20% was from a distributor distributor oh, nice. here in the States. Yeah. Um, and then the Ube box, I would say, I would say because I, I'm doing a lot of collaborations, I would say a bigger percentage is through collaborations. And then I would say probably like 15% is from the Philippines. So it really just depends on what the theme is. Right. Um, but I try to do a mix of like, again, nostalgic and new. Yeah. So some of, some of the stuff from the Philippines are nostalgic. And then of course, new collaborations uh, would be like the, the, you know, the new category of that, right. know, that box. So cool. Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> That's great. Okay. So with all these sweets that we're talking about, let's go to our next word. And it is sweet. And in Tagalog, it's matamis. Yes. Matamis. Or tamis also works. Kind of like sarap. Masarap. Yeah. Matamis. Masarap, tamis. So um, I guess. So what would be your difference? Tamis is sweet. Matamis is it depends. It depends on how you use it in a sentence. Like they're, they're the same. It, it just means sweet. I, mm-hmm. I can't compare it to anything in like an English language. So like yeah. if you're okay. describing something, oh, it's matamis. Um, mm-hmm. But then if you like, this is more taglish than anything. So if you yeah. say, oh, how do you, how, you know, how would you describe it? Oh, it's matamis. Or if you want to say, you know, what like like level of like when you're buying boba like what level of sweetness do you want it like mm-hmm. oh you would say it in tagalog like gaano katamis or like what you know what level of tamis do you want this to be right so but it's the same thing it really just depends on how you know um how you use it in the sentence i guess right right <laughs> but great, great. what i came up with on this one it's i again i didn't blend it into like an English sentence, but uh, for me, again, like when I'm thinking about like what would 
you know, if I didn't speak Tagalog, how would I remember? So I, I kind of resorted to an acronym. So Matame. Mm-hmm. So Mary ate two apples and made it sweet. So if you remember oh, that wow. sentence, <laughs> you know, and that acronym, like that that acronym will spell out Matamis. <laughs> oh, very interesting strategy. I I've I would have I've never thought of that. And you're the first person to make something into a acronym. <laughs> I feel, yeah, I mean, kind of like, you know, when you, I don't know if you like, I don't even know what, I remember like this acronym, every good boy does fine. And I don't even know what that's for, but I remember that's like a, <laughs> isn't that every for music or something? Boy. D-G-B-D. I forgot. Yeah. I, th- yeah. That's probably for music. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's for music. And I was just like, oh, maybe we could make it into like an acronym. So yes. So Mary ate two apples and made it sweet. Uh, the one I'm aware of is the quick brown fox something lazy dog. <laughs> oh, what is that? What's that for? Uh, I have to look it up, but it's all the letters in the English alphabet in one oh. sentence. So oh. quick brown fox chases maybe i don't know <laughs> let me let me look it up okay the quick brown fox jumps over the lazy, the lazy dog. dog so that's oh yeah so that jump that that's every letter in the alphabet oh i forgot about that <laughs> oh my gosh that's yeah awesome. yeah i totally forgot about- i think yeah that rings a bell i think i remember i remember that now but anyway yeah anyway, so, so what I- was your can you repeat your acronym for matamis mary ate two apples and made it sweet oh okay cool (laughs) that i mean it has sweet in it it's very it it rolls off the tongue so yeah (laughs) (laughs) i'm like yeah i'm like that's why i'm like "Ah, ah, that will work you know it'll work it'll work it'll work (laughs) so mine i have a story now so we're getting into the stories but but not quite rated r this is still pg so (laughs) Right. We're ramping. We're ramping up. We're ramping it up. Okay, got so, it. <laughs> I would assume since you have a one-year-old that you are versed in cocoa lemon, uh, cocoa melon. Of course, it's yeah, playing so. every day, like ugh, every day. <laughs> and they have this nursery rhyme: "Eating sugar, no papa." Uh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> so this is the concept where the parents told the child not to eat sweets. But the child waits for his right moment to find the sweets. And when he does, he overeats. He eats all of the sweets. And then the mom sees the child on the floor moaning and crying. And she says, what the, What happened? And he says, oh, I ate too many sweets and now my tummy's hurts. <laughs> <laughs> my tummy's hurts. <laughs> Matamis. Oh my, my gosh, that's so awesome. I didn't <laughs> see like you you come up with all like the good like you know backstories. Uh, <laughs> oh my gosh. That's okay. <laughs> oh my my tummies. I'm gonna say that with like um with my daughter. Yeah. <laughs> if you ate too much sugar. Okay. Right now my, my son is your tummies are your tummies. Uh, my my son he um he likes to pick up when we're eating like sushi or something he would try to steal the chopsticks and then try to dip the chopsticks into the soy sauce and then lick it and i'm like no you can't do that and he's like it's very salty and then some you know there's sometimes too much wasabi so we kind of get scared he might eat the wasabi but yeah (laughs) <laughs> so, oh my gosh yeah i do scared. that with pho with like the while you're waiting for like your bowl of pho like with the mm-hmm. hoisin sauce and the hot sauce and i just dip my i don't know that's just like a thing that i do like i dip my chopsticks in like sriracha and hoisin sauce <laughs> and like lick it <laughs> <laughs> nice, good, nice. can't blame him 
<laughs> well, speaking of food, what is your favorite ulam? See, that's hard. Um, when people ask me what my favorite ulam is, because like it's mm-hmm. breakfast, lunch, or dinner, because that's yeah. all the ulam, right? Yeah. But <laughs> I think my go-to, like my comfort food, like that I always find myself asking my mom to cook whenever she's like visiting or, you know, if she's, you know, because obviously I haven't seen my parents are in the Philippines right now. And since the pandemic, I haven't seen them. So mm-hmm. if I miss my mom's cooking, the ulam that I always resort to as comfort food would be ginisang mongo. Have you had that? It's mongo. I've had mongo. Yeah. But... Yeah. It's mongo. And then with a side of like lechon kawale with rice. Oh, so... Okay. Yeah, I, I've had that. I've had that. <laughs> <laughs> so I'd pour oh, wow. like the mongo all over my rice and then I have yeah, the yeah. crispy, you know, uh, lechon kawale on the side. So yeah, I would say that's, that's always my favorite ulam. I used to call like uh, my mom. Well, I remember. I think I, I vaguely remember it. My mom kept on like telling me every time she cooks it for me. Like, yeah, when you were like a little kid, you couldn't say mongo, and you always kept on calling it monging. I don't know why monging. <laughs> ah, like, mama, I want monging, yeah, monging, yeah. and and lechon kawale. But yeah, that's actually making me hungry right now. I haven't had it in a while. Now I feel like I'm gonna have to cook that tomorrow. <laughs> Nice. Well, I guess I think I forgot because some of my listeners might not know what ulam is. So ulam mm. is basically the protein or item that you would eat with rice. Or it, it, would you define it as that? Um, yeah, I would say it's viand uh, would be another like term for it. But it mm-hmm. doesn't have to be with rice when you're telling like saying like oh I know ulam mo or what's your ulam. Mm. It could be paired with noodles. Kind of like noodles oh. and meat. So ulam is just like a, I would say a main dish, a buy-in, a main the dish main that dish. you eat as right, a right, meal. Right. Uh, mm-hmm. Versus, I know we're probably going to chat about that later, but, you know, because as Filipinos, we love to eat, right? So we have our ulam that we eat right. as a meal. And then we have our merienda, which means snack. So yeah. <laughs> I guess there's a difference, I guess. Right, right, you know? right. But usually, yes, ulam is with, you know, you usually eat it with rice. Right. It's usually paired with buy-in that you pair with rice. So mm-hmm. I hope I'm not like misinterpret, like <laughs> Oh no! <laughs> like misinformation. Like I, I hope none of your Filipino listeners like no, you don't know. Oh no, no. <laughs> if we get any comments, uh, I'll let you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just screenshot and send it to me, just in case I don't see any. Yeah. Uh, see it from your platform. But. <laughs> Do you have Hulu? And have you watched the documentary called Ulam? Oh my gosh, no! I've never no. heard of that. I'm gonna write that down right now. We do have Hulu, but I've never heard. Abulam, maybe because we're always watching Coco Melon. So oh. I'm like, <laughs> yeah, you gotta get only, up Coco Melon. Yeah, the only use that I get is either from Reels on Instagram or Facebook. Mm-hmm. But no, I no, I haven't heard of Ulam. I've heard of the Squid Game or so. Oh, is it a Squid Game? Or oh, Squid Game. <laughs> that's a that totally different. That's, that's a, a show. That's a totally different one. That's a show. But I mean, it has squid or fruit. I don't know. Squid, I'm thinking squid. I'm thinking food. But uh, I, yeah, I know it's a different one, but. <laughs> well, Ulam is a documentary on uh, the rise of Filipino Americans yeah. in the food business, and some from California and some from New York, and yeah. they're they're introducing this the Filipino as a restaurant. Like, uh, there's one in downtown LA called Lasa, and mm. it's Filipino fusion. And we went there. And we were the only Filipinos there. Everyone else there were like not Filipinos. <laughs> I want to be PC. They were white people, and they, you know, I was they... gonna say white people. You mean? <laughs> <laughs> but the generally, uh, uh... people that 
see it on the news like, oh, this is the hottest new trend. And so it's Filipino American food. Whereas um, when when they go to our table, we would ask them, so what is this item? And it would be like a adobo but with like a really big twist and so they would always describe it to us oh this is adobo but it's not gonna be the adobo that you know (laughs) then we're like yeah how how, what what do you mean what i know it's because we were the only filipinos in the table so we would keep asking them like oh okay so this is not what we what i would expect so basically a lot of twist yeah. Yeah. Um, a lot of Filipino Americans are trying to bring a gateway to Filipino food so that other non-Filipinos can enjoy it without having a strong <laughs> I don't know how to describe it like Yeah, so it's kind of like a uh like you said the gateway like we talk about gateway yeah. drugs, right? It's kind of like, subtle. Ha- I don't want to not- say like Panda Express, you know, uh- they don't want to they don't want to be like Panda Express, but they want to be classy but also respect the ingredients yeah at the same time make it new to present better to non-filipinos as make well. it more global or something yeah make it more global <laughs> ah, so, yeah you don't want to present them with like bagoong right away right you gotta ease yeah, them yeah. into like <laughs> yeah. obviously everyone loves lumpia and you know whatever right, right. is deep fried but yeah no I, I get that it's like you said it's like a gateway like filipino cuisine Mm-hmm. Um, hope maybe to get other people like even more curious, like, oh, what else is there? You know? Yeah. And-, and then before the pandemic, there was a rise of kamayan or mm-hmm. in English, boodle fights. Mm-hmm. And they would show restaurants that would have kamayan. Um, or um, if you didn't hear the podcast last week, we we're talking about it. It's basically food mm-hmm. on a huge, huge leaf on the table and everyone can eat it with their hands. And mm-hmm. uh, that's what kamayan stands for because you're using your hand kamai means hand Mm -hmm. so um yeah so that yeah that documentary has a little bit of that and a little bit of fusion so yeah that's basically (laughs) i want to i want to check that out too um it's funny that yeah i was listening to that podcast you were talking about kamai and i i thought about uh we actually had um recently and it closed out already we had a limited edition um, I had I collaborated with Flip for, with Flip Family, so Jen from Flip Family. Right, right. If you look her up on Instagram, um, she had like her kamai, like it's for kids, like it's like this uh, laminated banana leaf printout, mm-hmm. and then it has all kinds. It has like uh, cutouts of fish, calamansi, and right, right. rice, and all of that. So it's kind of funny. Uh, I just you know I I did hear hear about that on your like your previous podcast. I'm like, oh yeah, mm-hmm. we recently had that, and I didn't think that that was gonna be like a trend because I felt like you know like growing up in the philippines like oh that's just normal especially when yeah, you're yeah. Like, at a farm <laughs> and whatever but over here it's like you know it's like it's a big know, new it's, thing right like let's thing. bring Glamorize. the party together yeah and they, they get uh, super creative with it like a cheese board or something yeah i i actually made a joke a long time ago before the pandemic it's like i think boodle fights were the reason for the pandemic because everyone's touching their hands and then yeah. putting in their mouth <laughs> It's like, right. what? how is it correlating? Like everyone is going, getting into this trend and then COVID happens. I know. Yeah, that might have caused a little bit of the COVID. <laughs> I don't know. You never know, right? Yeah. 
I have a question for you. Do you enjoy the podcast? Is it so good that you feel like you want to support it because I'm giving so much good info to you guys? Well, you can go to my Patreon, patreon.com slash and donate to the podcast for as low as $1 a month. And that's less than a soda these days. When you support the channel, you're helping the podcast continue the run. And it lets me know that you love the content. And if you want to hear the podcast early and hear it uncut, you can donate to the $4 tier and you'll have access to the podcast uncut with no edits like it was a live stream you'll also have access to the podcast a week or two weeks before it actually releases and you won't have ads like this one premiere members have access to exclusive content as well as premium merch so please support if you can and thank you for listening now back to the show well um there are some filipinos that are sour our next word is sour and in tagalog it's maasim or asim Yes, yeah. and <laughs> so um, do you have any favorite ulams that are uh, maasim? Well, sinigang, mm-hmm. yeah, for sure. Um, it's yeah, I would say sinigang is one of the you know maasim ulams that I like. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not an ulam, but I would say this is more like merienda or snack. Growing mm-hmm. up too, like there's these like vendors all over like the city uh, that sells like green mangoes, and that's maasim, mm-hmm. and I like to nice. put. You know, like some people eat it with bagoong, some people eat it with like salt and suka, which is also maasim. Uh, right, I like right. that one too. Like I like the most, like the sourest, like mango that you could find, and I love it. <laughs> and santol too. So I don't know if you've, you've had that before, but green mangoes and then santol. I don't know what it is in 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 the. I think it's like a cotton fruit, or that's what they call it. But it's mm-hmm. it's also like really really sour and. It's already sour by itself, but then the way that it's usually sold in stores, it's like they they marinate it in like salt and uh, suka or vinegar. So I don't know, I don't know why, but yeah, the more sour the better. <laughs> yeah, definitely. <laughs> Anything maasim. I so, like. uh, what do you have for this word? Oh my god, this is where like I hesitated because it is kind of like it's definitely not PG or it is PG. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> kind of sexual so i mean like don't judge me <laughs> oh no we welcome it we welcome it <laughs> so this one uh i couldn't so i just kind of came up with a sentence something about you know like when you're having sex right and you get pinky mm-hmm. um <laughs> and then you know like whatever you do it and you tell your friends like yeah you know he ate my ass my ass <laughs> And seemed to like it <laughs> because he likes it sour. <laughs> oh, <gosh. laughs> like, get it? Like, my ass. Yeah. And seemed to like it. My ass seemed. <laughs> I, I, I think John Perry would love this mnemonic. <laughs> it sounds very, very much like. <laughs> and my, I was like, okay. I was like talking to my best friend about it. And my best friend, she's kind of like more conservative. And she's like, I don't know. You might want to rethink that. That's kind of like. No, no, there. that was, that was perfect. And then my husband, I was just like, is that okay? Like maybe I should, I don't know. Like, and he, he just didn't say anything. I'm like, all right, well, I'm just going to go with this. Cause like, I can't think of anything else. And I know Jeff's Does he gonna, listen like, to the it. podcast? Um, yes, he, I think he listened to a couple of episodes. Oh, okay. um, I don't know if he's like all caught up, but I, I know like we were listening to, uh, to one together. It's the blue icy one, I mm-hmm. think. But yeah, yeah, I know. I mean, for sure. He'll probably listen to this one just because yeah, <laughs> yeah, sure. he doesn't have a choice. Uh, but he knows <laughs> I'm going to say this one because I've been like racking my brain. Like, I can't make it not dirty. It's just, it's there. Like <laughs> ass is in my ass him. 
So you gotta do something with that. <laughs> I mean, um, so I mean, if you're familiar with what I do with the naming, I feel like this should be the title of the the podcast <laughs> <or> the episode. <laughs> oh my god! Uh, I mean, I, I it would seem better to advertise your box, but this sounds a little bit more funny. <laughs> Well, oh we'll sleep gosh. on it. We'll sleep on it and we'll see. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, back to your husband. Uh, similarly, he is more of like me in reference to I do not fully know Tagalog uh, fluently. I mean, uh, yes. is that correct? Yes. He was born and raised in the Bay Area. He's never lived anywhere else except in California in the Bay Area. Oh, nice, nice. <laughs> um, but his, his, you know, he has a pretty big family and they, you know, I think their house I mean, obviously, before the pandemic has been the hub of everyone. So they would have like mm. family parties almost every weekend. So it's kind of funny because he actually knows like more Tagalog than a lot of people think. Um, mm -hmm. Like we could have a full on conversation and I would talk to him in Tagalog. Like, of course, his will be broken, but he'll, he'll yeah. understand fully what I'm trying to say. Right, right. But then if someone talks like really, really fast in Tagalog, then he, he kind of can't follow. But yes, he's very similar. Mm -hmm. He misinterprets like a lot of things. I don't know if you had the comic. I don't know if I was able to give you like the little yeah, comic yeah, yeah. that came with the with the um, Chicharia box. But mm -hmm. that was a true conversation between me and my husband where, oh, okay. yeah, we went to DMV and you know how DMV parking is and, you know, mm -hmm. and he was practicing his Tagalog. He has like Rosetta Stone and everything. And then he, you know, we found really good parking and he said like, oh, you know, he said like he was practicing Tagalog. He was like, oh, masarap ang parking natin. I was like, what? <laughs> like, what's delicious? And he was like, no, we got really good parking. And I'm like, no, that doesn't make sense. Like you don't use masarap with like, you know, with like, we got good parking, yeah, you yeah. know? And he was like, well, no, that makes sense. Like our parking is delicious. I'm like, no one says parking is delicious even in English, <laughs> you know? So... He misinterprets a lot of things, um, which is kind of funny. Um, it's like broken, but, you know, I, I laugh all the time and he gets embarrassed and he like he he stops and he's like, oh, you're just going to make fun of me. I'm like, no, I you know, like you, there's it's good practice. Like, I'll try not to laugh, but it's pretty funny when you try to oh, do it. let him know it works for me. <laughs> Parking is delicious. What's his name? What's his name? Uh, ben, 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 ben. Yeah, yeah. that parking was messed up. <laughs> parking, our parking is delicious. Yeah, we yeah, the parking that. is delicious. <laughs> I was like, he's trying to correct me. I'm like, dude, you, like you didn't grow up in the Philippines. Like you can't, you can't correct my Tagalog. But, nice. Yeah. Always have fun with that. Every time he tries, he he tries. He attempts to do it. So yeah, that's great. That's <laughs> he, great. He gets points for that. He gets points yeah, for, a for effort. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so back to Maasim. So mine is also X-rated, so ah! get ready. <laughs> I'm excited about this. I, I have a series right now where I have a detective. And so the, te huh. the detective is back. He is on the case for the stolen VR headset. And the detective, he's looking for clues on where the stolen headset can be. He finally got a clue at this house. So he goes to the house. He looks at the side of the window, creeping, seeing if he sees anybody. Then he sees the person and he has the headset on and he's playing something. So then he goes to the door. He kicks the door. He says, hands up. And then the guy puts his hands up, but he can't really see anything because he has a VR headset. Then the detective, he takes the VR headset and then he sees it's an adult program. And then he's like, what is this? What, what are you doing? And then the culprit says, no, that's, that's my program. It's my simulator. It's, it's called Sour Pussy. <laughs> 
it's a virtual reality <laughs> program where a guy goes down on a girl. <laughs> oh my gosh, that is actually a good um, title for porn. For I don't know porn <laughs> movie. My simulator. My simulator. My simulator is called Sour. I Sour love Pussy. that. <laughs> oh my god! Like, do do people really care about like the story? Like in a porn? Like I feel like no. <laughs> It's I mean, I don't know. I've never experienced. It's <laughs> uh, like I don't know. Like my, I, I feel like my husband just says this like as a joke. But every time, like we, you know, I don't know, I don't know, like how that comes up. Like, oh, what type of porn do you like? You know how there's like different types of porn out there. Like, what <laughs> category do you usually yeah, like yeah. look at? Uh-huh. He's like, I don't know. Like, he's like, I don't know. I like just something with a good story. I'm like, no one cares about a story. <laughs> Like people fast forward that. Oh shit. man! You know, like, are you like, are you lying? He's like, no, no, like, you're lying. Like, you know, and it's yeah. I think we actually, and then I, I totally forgot about this, but me and my husband and and some of our friends, <laughs> we went to like, um, I forgot what it's called. I think it's like an armory, like in San Francisco, where mm-hmm. they have like that's actually where they film a lot of adult films. Like it's a studio. I think they closed down right. already, and I forgot what it's called now, but. He got super excited, like with this one like set that they had, and it was like, and he's a wrestler and he does jujitsu and all of that. Yeah, yeah. And lo and behold, of course, that scene was like a like a wrestling, you know, it's like a like it, it's in a <laughs> wrestling gym and it had mats and all of yeah, that. Yeah. And he got like excited, like, oh, I think this is where they film. I forgot what you know what the title was. You and know, I was he, like, oh, you seem to know this like pretty well. I'm he, like, oh no, I was just browsing through some wrestling videos and came across <laughs> it and didn't know this. I'm like, bullshit. Like, whatever. Dude. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I feel like, uh, I mean, I don't want to expose Ben because, you know, I feel like I should be friends with this guy. I feel like if I say all these secrets that he's like, because uh, I mean, it's very hard to like porn for the story. But, you know, he. <laughs> I, I told him like you're the only person on earth that like would say that like no one like no normal <laughs> person would say that but okay all right I'll pretend that I believe you but yeah, I, I believe I, you I think, Ben I think story he's just joking, is but key we'll see. story is key <laughs> the and story if you sucks. <laughs> the story if you sucks like wrestling foreplay sucks. if you like wrestling foreplay that's fine and I mean everyone has something <laughs> uh, I guess I guess but I don't know. <laughs> You'll, I don't know. Uh, you could I'm, ask him. You guys could hang out, and you could you, maybe he'll actually tell you the truth. I don't know. <laughs> okay, I'll, I'll contact him. But um, I feel like I feel like you're spoiling his secret, and oh. I don't want to. I don't want to spoil it. But let's get on to the next word. The next <laughs> word is spoil. And I guess it be in two different ways. I have it in Tagalog, sira. Or masira, is that work too? Ah, uh, sira. Okay, just sira. Okay, sira. Yeah, okay. or sira. Sira is also yeah, that could also work too. But when when you're referring to food that's spoiled, you mm-hmm. you say sira. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're saying that someone is kind of crazy, like you would say it in Tagalog, may sira ang ulo or sira mm. ulo. Yeah. So sometimes like the pronunciation is like still the same, but in context like. The emphasis, you know, it's a little bit right. different, I guess. I don't know why, but. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, can sira be used, I guess, because b- before I, I always thought it meant broken sometimes. Is Can broken. sira be used for broken? That, that could also be used for broken. Yeah, so, so broken, sira. not working. Yeah, spoiled. Sira ulo means like crazy or there's something wrong in your right, like, right. head. Broken yeah. head or broken spoiled. head. I guess broken <laughs> head sounds good too. I <laughs> That works. <laughs> 
Awesome. So what mnemonic do you have for this one? So for this one, I, it's also, I also did like, what do you call that? The acronym? Yeah, sure. <laughs> um, so for me, I came up with shit. I ruined the appetizer and now it's Syrah. <laughs> nice. <laughs> so shit, I ruined the appetizer. appetizer. Yeah. So Syrah. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> Sweet and simple. Sweet and simple. Very nice. <laughs> what about you what do you have oh gosh are you ready this one is pretty crazy <laughs> oh always i'm always ready okay um are you familiar with uh rex navarette yes of course okay SBC so packers yeah definitely <laughs> so this Fokker. one this yeah. one is definitely inspired from him um mm -hmm. I, I don't know i i actually do know the joke but i'll just say mine so that and then i'll tell it later <laughs> Okay, so a boyfriend and a girlfriend, they want to Netflix and chill. And we all know that means that leads to sex. So they rush to bed and they almost start. But the girl says, wait, wait, do you have protection? He starts to panic and he rummages through the drawers looking for condoms. And he couldn't find anything and he gets really desperate. So he looks into the fridge and he sees leftovers of pork adobo. <laughs> uh, okay. <laughs> <Yeah>. Stay with me. <laughs> So it was covered in Siran wrap. So he said, why don't I cover my penis in Siran wrap? And that'll be oh my God. makeshift condom. <laughs> oh, man. So they he uses that. And I could only assume that was probably the worst sex he's ever had. Because it's, it feels like it hurts. <laughs> and so and they have sex and three week three or four weeks later their plans were spoiled because the saran wrap condom did not work and finds out that the girlfriend is pregnant <laughs> saran wrap oh my gosh i didn't think of that <laughs> That's awesome. Oh my gosh. So yeah, um the Rex Navret joke was that he would go to the he would go to the fridge and see the frozen or the cold adobo and the oil. He would use the top of the oil and use that as a lubricant. Ugh. Yeah. I never the, I haven't heard of that. Is that like a new like No, it's not new. I I, I have to I'll that. find it. I'll try to send it to you. <laughs> yeah, send it to me. I've never heard of that. Ugh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so that that's where I got that joke. Like adobo like, flavored lube. Adobo flavored lube. <laughs> oh my gosh! Yeah, not yeah. a bad idea. Uh, it's been a while since I've heard heard his jokes, <laughs> but it's somewhere there. <laughs> somewhere. Yeah, no, yeah. I haven't heard of that one. Um, but yeah, if you find it, please send it to me. I would love to yeah. see that. <laughs> Funny. Yeah, we've been giving a lot of credit to Rex Navarrete lately. Yeah, and, so. I heard. Yeah, no, he's, it's, uh, he's a childhood favorite. I feel like he's the OG, right? Like, yeah, he's I don't the know. OG. He's the OG of like Filipino like comedy. Like, I know we right, have like right. the other comedians now, but I feel like he's one that was like before YouTube was like a, like really booming. I feel yeah, like yeah, we would just find audio clips of it. Yeah, like I, yeah, there would be like where would you find it? Just like somewhere, someone would link it to you. Yeah, like it's shared like whatever email chain or whatever. I don't know, MySpace. I don't remember. Yeah. <laughs> but MySpace. MySpace Friendster. I just remember. Uh, yeah. It was did like Did you have Asian Avenue? No, no I never didn't? had. No, I only had Friendster. I was like in the Philippines, Friendster was definitely a lot more a lot more popular than MySpace. And then when okay. I moved out here in the States, like I noticed that a lot of people don't, you know, here in the States don't use Friendster. So I had to like 
learn my space a little bit um, mm-hmm. to get connected with my friends here. So, oh, so uh, what age did you move to America? So I moved when I was 17. So oh, okay. at the time I just graduated high school because we don't have middle school out there. I think right, now right, they right. do. So I actually went to college pretty early, early on. I was like under 18 when I started college. And yeah, I think that's when my space was up. And then uh, Facebook, right, right. like the beginning stages of Facebook started. Okay. Yeah, okay. so I was around here in the States around that time already. I see. Because uh, Asian Avenue, that was probably before, like probably when I was like 11, 12, 13. So mm. you probably might not have had it at that time yet. Yeah. Was, yeah, it was really raw in the terms of like you had to know code. You, like you would copy people's yeah. HTML and like add drop stuff so you could have like really like colorful things going on with their website yeah i feel like myspace had that a little bit too where you know yeah, you had yeah. to get some co- special code to have like yeah. specific music on your page yeah those are the days yeah ki- kids have it easy they they, they don't have, have to deal easy. with it. <laughs> they don't have any you just code. drag and drop where you just download yeah, it drag it's there. And... <laughs> you don't have to like copy and paste some type of random um you know random code that might may or may not put a yeah, virus may or on may your not computer work. yeah <laughs> I was like, uh, I want this thing scrolling. It's not scrolling. <laughs> uh, or like LimeWire. If you remember LimeWire, like yeah, it would yeah. just be random, like, you know, sounds coming out of like whatever music you downloaded. Oh, yeah. They, yeah, they do not know the hardships of trying to get free music. <laughs> uh, yeah. Oh, my gosh. That's so funny. No, not Asian Avenue. Oh, no, okay. I haven't. Yeah. Friendster, yes, for sure. I think I was like into Friendster for the longest time. So awesome, <laughs> awesome. Okay, so we are in our last word. You actually said this word a couple times already, and mm. it is snack. Mm-hmm. And in Tagalog, it's merienda. Merienda, yes. And merienda. so merienda can mean a couple things, right? It could mean an actual snack, like something small, or like, you know, a hot food too, like you were trying to say. Yeah, it could be a hot food if you want like a heavier merienda, but it's not yeah. quite, you know, I yeah, don't merienda, know. Merienda varies in our in my household. Right. Merienda <laughs> could be just like crackers or it could be a full blown like, hey, palabok and pandesal yeah. on the side. That's merienda. Not quite ulam. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> not, quite. <laughs> not quite like your dinner, but it's like, you know, a pre-dinner, I don't know, meal, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. And so with the types of snacks, uh, what what is your favorite snack? Filipino snack or not Filipino snack? My favorite snack. Ooh. So if you're going to ask for my favorite like snack, like just uh, chips, like from the Philippines or chinchiria. Mm-hmm. So I, I'm going to make it in two categories. <laughs> I can do the heavy <laughs> one and the light one. Yeah, so <laughs> there was one that I've been like trying to find and source that I wanted so badly to include in my chicharia box, but um, it's totally discontinued. Mm-hmm. But it's um, the Filipino version of bugles. It's called cornet. Uh, so okay. if you have like any Filipino listeners, they prob- they'll probably, you know, mm-hmm. um, it might be nostalgic for them to hear cornets. Um, but it's basically like a Filipino bugle. And then they had this sweet corn flavor. So it's like on the sweeter side. I would say that's like my ultimate like favorite, like me and my sister, my my older sister, that's like our favorite snack growing up. And, you know, whoever like before when we, when we lived now in the States, um, whenever whoever goes back home to the Philippines to visit, that's the only thing that we ask each other to bring back is, mm-hmm. you know, a box full of cornets uh, from the Philippines. So I would say that's my favorite like little 
chips snack. But if you were to ask like my after school snack before dinner and a heavier like after school snack, it's the instant pancit canton. Have you had those before? Yes, yes, yeah, yes. Like ramen. Um, the <laughs> nice. instant pancit canton, the spicy one. And then mm-hmm. I would boil like soft boiled eggs. I would have like a soft boiled oh, yeah. egg on the side. Yeah, and I then, did that too. Yeah, I love that. And then sometimes if I really want to be fancy, I would like heat up some pandesal and butter and that would be kind of like, (laughs) I feel like it's a good pairing to like balance out, like the butter will balance out like the spiciness (laughs) of the, I'm not trying to be fancy with it, but that's my usual like after school snack. If I'm like really hungry or didn't have that much lunch, but it's like too early for dinner, um, I would usually whip that up really quickly and and eat that for dinner time. Yeah, that's my ultimate (laughs) I still eat that all the time, you know, here. I always have, we, we always have like pancit in our pantry. So Yeah. <laughs> I saw a meme that's like that would say one pancit canton is not enough, but two is too much. <laughs> oh really? I know yeah. I've never I've never heard of that or I've never seen a meme that meme before. Oh yeah. Well so would it's you true. be <laughs> have you ever eaten two and felt like oh that's too much? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I've I've definitely like made two and I'm like, oh that's too much. Hence why I just do one. But then the side dishes a, that come with you it. You add the accoutrements. Yeah, there you go. I love that. Yes, um, <laughs> that that will help fill me up, but not quite two packets right, of, right. You know, <laughs> of the pancit. <laughs> All right. So what what mnemonic do you have for this? So this one, I got to give full credit to my best friend because I was struggling with uh, merienda. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to read it through. But it's I, totally her. She came up with this one and I think it was pretty br- brilliant. Okay. So this one is snacks make you merry in the afternoon. <laughs> merry in the afternoon. Merienda. <laughs> nice. Nice. <laughs> Uh, I was like, oh, that's pretty, that's Make pretty brilliant. <laughs> it's great because it's it's almost Christmas time and in the Philippines, it's yep. Christmas time. <laughs> it's, it's already Christmas time. Yes, I'm yeah. already... I actually listened to Christmas songs one time on my way to work. So, oh, really? yeah, nice. I was like, F it. I'm just going to, I'm just going to do it. I'm going to be super Filipino today and just like listen to Christmas. It's actually uh, if I'm in the Philippines. <laughs> I'm not quite ready, but once, once Halloween ends, I, I'm, I'm ready. And then like my uh, coworker, he's, he's white and he's all like, you're, you're missing Thanksgiving. Don't you guys care about Thanksgiving? And we're like, no, no. It's Christmas time. <laughs> it's Christmas time. Right after Halloween, like we're yeah. right into Christmas. We don't have Thanksgiving. <laughs> yeah, right. right. <laughs> what do you okay. have? So mine, it's not as rated R. It's actually, it's just PG. It's just, you know, <laughs> going downhill now. So a couple just finished mass and it's about 9 a.m. when they did mass and then they would end at 10. So it's not exactly breakfast. But it's not exactly lunch yet. Uh, at least for some, some people might have a brunch. But uh, the guy says, "Let's eat a snack." So they go and find a snack, and they it could be a snack from the masarap box, maybe, right? <laughs> <laughs> I love that. <laughs> and he was about to heat, eat his snack, and he said, "Hold on, you have to pray to Jesus, Mary, and Joseph <laughs> before you eat your snack." <laughs> you know, I think it's through your podcast that uh-huh. I learned that. Like, um, Susmar Yosef actually came from Jesus, Mary, and Joseph. Oh, really? I didn't know that. I just thought it was just Susmar Yosef. Like, Sus! Because people... Yeah, yeah, just just, people... Just say Sus. They just said it so much that you just didn't care. 
Yeah, it's so funny. So things that I learned and, you know, like yeah. here I am thinking I'm like more Filipino than you, but you yeah. actually like I didn't even know that history. Oh, <laughs> uh, you know, everyone gets something, you know, I know the bad words. <laughs> oh, man. Maybe we uh, could do an Ilocano edition since you're you're basically part Ilocano. We should. We should oh, do yeah. It. Definitely come back and then maybe we'll have John Perry and Joey. So yeah. that they get. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure there's a lot of like funny Ilocano Ilocano words so we yeah. can yeah, I'm not too sure it. if any of them have Ilocano blood but <laughs> I'm sure I'm they'll be welcome to it but you would have to be our our moderator since you're the, the you would oh. know the most <laughs> I mean, I'm conversational in Ilocano. Conversation. So I might have to do more research if we do decide uh, to do Well, that. conversational <laughs> is more than... <laughs> I, I only know like Dakil and Tabukin. Oh, um, Basit Tabutom. Oh, yeah, yeah. Or Dakil Tabutom. Dakil is big and then Basit mm-hmm. is uh, small and then Buto is penis. And right, then Butom right. is your penis. <laughs> <laughs> Just put an M. Right. I mean, just just saying those words, it just it like it's very zigzaggy or very rocky language or dialect. They just sound so funny. It's definitely a much more challenging dialect, but it's so funny. Like when you actually have like you know when I when I hear my dad like having that full on conversation. Yeah. Oh my gosh, I wish I was that fluent. You know, and when I when I try to say it, like people like say that I have an accent or I'm trying too hard, like I'm being too like animated by it mm-hmm. so i'm like okay well i gotta practice i gotta practice yeah so mine. my mom she would be on the phone with her sister and i would just hear her say one one yeah. one one and then like she would say kunana i'm not sure what that means yeah one means yes like yeah one, one means yes. yes and then kunana. kunana is like you know that's 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 what she said um uh. but not not in the context <laughs> Not in the That's context that we would say it, um, but it's like, oh, you know, she said, you know, she said, um, you know, she said she went outside, like, oh, right. you know, she went outside, like, you know, <laughs> kunana. That's what she said. Like, that's, oh, you yeah, know, but yeah. not, not like that's what she said. It's more like, yeah. Uh, uh, I mean, and then there's, yeah, kunana is like basically like when she's telling a story, like, oh, this person right. said this, kunana, or <laughs> if if you say like, oh, but you said this, then they would, you would say like kunam. So right, kunana right. or kunam, <laughs> I don't know. Uh, that's as far as I know. <laughs> I awesome. <think. laughs> well, yeah, you you definitely know much more than I would. <laughs> yeah, All yeah, right. that's a good idea. Ilocano edition. We'll, okay, we'll do the Ilocano edition. <laughs> Okay, so we're done with all the words. So we are now at Random Phrase of the Week. Yay. Yay. And then uh, Perry would have that trun trun trun. I know, we're going to add in the drum noise. Drum roll. And so this is actually a, um, I guess if so, if you were to hit on someone and I, I actually asked my wife what this meant and it, it it's such a weird li- like line to use if you're trying to hit on someone and um, I guess I'll say it and then you let me know if I'm saying it right. Okay. Uh, so, it. <laughs> so ketchup kaba. And then you would say, "Kase ang sarap mo kase sausawan ng hot dog." I don't know if that's a good pickup line, but I mean, that's 
pickup line. <laughs> it sounds like it sounds like a pickup line when like some guy says, "I dare you to say that to that girl," and like he's like, "Yeah, I'll say it." <laughs> It could be sexual. It could be, it yeah, could be yeah. sexual because it's, you know, sawsawa <clears throat> ng hot dog. Okay. So, <laughs> so oh. for people that don't know what that means, <laughs> the first part is ketchup kaba, are you ketchup? Mm-hmm. And then, kasi ang sarap mo kasi sawsawa ng hot dog means, well, at least how, how I have it, because you're as good as a sauce for my hot dog. <laughs> and in in some terms, the hot dog means that person's penis. <laughs> yeah. Oh, or long inisa if you want to. Or long. Oh, for the shorter, well, shorter endowed people. <laughs> or the basit basit nabuto in Ilocano. Oh yeah. Is the long inisa. The um, Vienna sausage. Vienna sausage. <laughs> Hey, um, I think well, I forgot. I think it was one of Ben's cousins said that one time. Like, hey, it's like maybe small, but it's two inches of terror. <laughs> oh, gosh. Wow. I thought we were supposed to like end it with like PG and now we're back. Um, <laughs> but I, yes, I'm, so, and, I'm so glad that I could be comfortable with this type of conversations with you. <laughs> oh, because I mean, like I, was... I, I, I know that when I was talking to you, like, oh, um, you're gonna sponsor my show, great, and then like, oh no, I'm having some like a lot of X-rated stuff, and then you have a children's box. I was like, I don't even know if she's gonna be into this. She's like, oh, I don't, want, I don't want to sponsor this show anymore. <laughs> <She's>... <laughs> Well, you, but here funny. you are saying two inches oh of terror. God, two inches of terror. Uh, I hope my kids don't actually get a hold of this spot. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah, it's so funny because that's like my my type of humor. And it's so mm-hmm. funny because like, you know, um, I mean, by profession, I'm like HR. So it's it's funny that all of my <laughs> human resources, right? So it's funny that a lot of like, and it's funny that a lot of my friends, like a lot of my friends are also HRs. But I think because we've seen it all, you know, yeah. we actually like appreciate this type of humor. <laughs> yeah, definitely. <laughs> and we're like, it's, you know, it, it's so funny that, you know, it's just, it's just kind of funny that, you know, like, I feel like people always like initially think that about me. And I was like, well, I actually like, I, I feel like when I'm with like my group of friends that I grew up with, like, this is kind of how we banter and like talk. Hence why we, you know, we'd randomly just translate. Fifty Shades of Grey in Ilocano and try to, yeah. you know, read it as an ebook. Uh, so, no, I'm so glad. Like, I found you, and then like listening to your podcast when you started, like, you know, when you guys get to like the non PG parts, I'm like, I was like dying in my car. It's like the best, you know, best best ones yet. So I always like look forward to your episodes because like I get. I, to- I'm so glad. I'm I'm glad my sponsor is happy with my products. I I am pretty happy, but yes, maybe we just need to be in. On, <laughs> you know, hey, this is a kids' box, but you probably don't want to listen to this podcast. But parents can, I think, you know, if that's like their type of humor. But ah, uh, awesome. Yeah. yeah, there are some. It's funny because like some of the like Filipino jokes, and it's funny because like when my group of friends hung out with my husband's group of friends who grew up in the states, mm-hmm. it's kind of like it's a hit or miss. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. like some of some of like the Tagalog like translation or the English translation like doesn't make sense. So it's like always like a mystery. Like whenever like you know they um they try to hit that punchline, it's like it's either they laugh really hard because they get it or they don't. Um but <laughs> yeah, no, this was a good one. A good one. Yeah, yeah, Sao definitely. Sao one. Sao one. And we're all into <laughs> Sao Sao one as Filipinos, so that's just appropriate. <laughs> 
So uh, t- tell your husband that joke. <laughs> uh, I, I don't know. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see if um, he actually gets it. So I'm going to try that tonight if he's still, if it's, he's not sleeping yet. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Did you have fun with the podcast? Yes. Oh my gosh. I, this is such an honor. And thank you so much for having me uh, be a part of it. And I always enjoy like all your backstories with your mnemonics and, you know, yeah, yeah. you're super creative. And oh, thank I, you. I, I've been telling you that I've been like, oh my gosh, I'm so intimidated. I'm like racking my brain. But um, <laughs> just the fact that I think like we've, we've spoken even before now and, and you know, yeah, yeah. I, and I'm glad that we, we got to find each other. And again, like being each other is like, first virtual friendship (laughs) right like I it's definitely fun yeah I hope someday I get to you know meet your your wife as well and because she speaks Tagalog right so right right and then you know maybe you and Ben could like could like meet and you know I get to talk to your wife in Tagalog as well so (laughs) and then I could talk to your husband about porn (laughs) about porn and about his preferences on stories so what's your favorite storyline Ben (laughs) What's your what's your favorite storyline? Like what was happening? Uh, yeah. So So we have special announcement for you listeners. You could say this is a world premiere. <laughs> <laughs> But the Masarap Box is announcing what the theme is for November. So what is that, Sam? Yes. Chatted about this earlier. So the next so the, the November box theme will be, and then you could probably put in a drum roll yeah, in there. Uh, <laughs> I can put that. Um, it will be the Ulam box. So it will Ooh. be an Ulam edition. Um, yeah. So we talked about Ulam. It's basically a buy-in that usually pair with rice or with noodles. Um, mm-hmm. So there are going to be some mainly nostalgic ones in there, some hard to find ones. So I could definitely share that one of them is, I think, a, a favorite of a lot of people. Um, also hard to find corned beef, uh, Delamondo, mm-hmm. yes. uh, will be in that box. Uh, so if you're interested, yes. you know, and you could def- definitely check out the website at shopmasarapbox.com uh, for, you know, for, for the rest of the, the product list for, for that box. Um, mm-hmm. And um, I would say that a big percentage of that is actually coming from the Philippines. So, um, oh, I'm so yeah. excited! Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah when I went to the Philippines three years ago, and we had like half our luggage of Delamundo because mm. you can't get it here. Uh, I have to resort to I think palm, oxen palm. That's like yes. my my distant second favorite. <laughs> But that's like the only. <laughs> and yeah. Like, uh, and yeah, and other corned beefs, it's just it doesn't compare. It and- does not. Yeah, it has. I think with um, with Delamondo, they they're very creative with the flavors that they have. Mm-hmm. So my personal favorite is the um, the chili garlic one. Um, oh, but wow. I, okay. I yeah, I do understand that maybe not a lot of people like um, spicy. I like anything spicy. Yeah, yeah. The yeah. one that's gonna come in the box is actually gonna be a uh, the caldereta flavor. So it's like a Ooh. tomato based. Um, oh, I one. haven't tried that one. Yeah, yeah. So definitely, <laughs> if you want to try it, it's on the Masarap box um, November uh, theme. Because um, I was just thinking, like, well, everyone eats um, starting November. Really, everyone starts, you know, kind of eating more heavy because it's Thanksgiving month yeah. and all of that. So you got to make sure you have all the good ulams, right. <laughs> you know. Um, and for yeah. uh, RT Tagalog listeners, you can use mm-hmm. RT10 for mm-hmm. your one-time box to get an oolong box correct correct yes yes and that, yeah and yeah i i will definitely be getting one because i love delamundo it is like gold here we 
I, I would tell my wife like, oh, well, you're not going to be here. I'm going to eat the Del Mundo. And it's like, no, you better you're, you better wait for me. <laughs> you got to ration that. You gotta, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So um, and I think the other one that is um, more the other ulam that's going to be that's also hard to find is um, and I guess you could compare it to Bush's baked beans here in the States. Mm-hmm. Um, but the, the original one is the Hunt's pork and beans, the Hunt's brand. Um, pork right. and beans that you heat up with rice so that's also going to be in the box um, mm-hmm. uh, because I think selfishly it's just my childhood favorite it's the easiest <laughs> ulam to prepare um, so for those you know who wants that nostalgic you know like childhood ulam um, that you would heat up if your parents are not home <laughs> yeah, yeah. that would be in the box as well so yeah so Delamondo and that and more um, so that stay sounds tuned. like a very heavy box and shipping must sound like a nightmare <laughs> Well, um, I think, you know, I, you know, some of them actually come in like the pouches. The Delamondo mm-hmm. one is the one that that is the only probably one that will okay. come in a can. Um, so I've kind of d- done a lot of like testing on weight and all of that. Too, yeah, so I'm to sure. Kind of see. So I'm like, oh, shit. Yeah, I probably can't do all canned goods in like one box. <laughs> yeah, it's like, it's, it's like, like a brick messed up box. <laughs> like a weapon you can throw it at someone yeah. and injure someone with it so yeah so that's why i try to like see like okay what can we balance it out with like the lighter weight stuff so yeah stay tuned and okay. um you know we'll you know as you can you, if you check out also our instagram our handle is shop Masarap box um mm-hmm. you know sometimes we we don't really fully reveal everything that's in the box um you know on the website but then sometimes right. we'll have like little teasers here and there on our stories and all of that so you could also stay tuned on there to see what else will be um in the ulam box but yeah i'm very excited for this one here's awesome. to see if a lot of people are also going to be excited so we'll see yeah, but I'm yes we have the one-time option now so you don't have to commit to a uh, subscription if you don't want to but if you do mm-hmm. um you do save money altogether plus um i believe you your listeners also gets the 15 percent off right yes uh, the yeah. rt15 so RT15. rt10 is for the one-time box and rt15 is for the subscription box yes Wow, so yeah. much value, so much value, <laughs> especially if you're a listener. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So we'll we'll see. It's it's gonna be an exciting one, um, and I'm super excited. So so for those who already ordered the Ube boxes, and Jeff, I know you ordered some as well. Yeah, um, I, I ordered so for my mom. For your so mom, I'll probably, yeah. I'll probably take half of it. <laughs> <laughs> take half and be like, here's here's your gift. Yeah, yeah it, I'll it's like it's how come one. it's light? How come this box is very light? I was like, oh, I don't know. They probably didn't put too much Ube in there, and I took all. Of it. Uh, yeah right uh we it's really for us not really for them but so thank you for for those who have um, who's listening thank you for for those who ordered already and i'm excited to pack them in the next couple of weeks um it's supposed to ship out middle of october around october 13th to 15th so Mm -hmm. yeah yeah and i hope your company grows so much that you'll have to make your husband a founder and you'll have to have his own team to send like five cars to the oh to the uh, postal service he's like i need to be he needs to be the founder now he needs <laughs> Co- yeah co-founder that will, be, that will make him uh yeah that, that will make it more legit right <laughs> but no thank you yeah no i definitely you know have met amazing people along the way including yourself jeff so thank you and yeah i just really you know and thank you 
for the well wishes on that. You know, yeah. I just really <laughs> just simply enjoy packing the boxes and meeting new people and and interesting and and fun people along the way. And you know, I, I just keep doing what I'm doing because of because of that. So um, awesome. and if it grows, it grows, and it's great. Um, but <laughs> <laughs> I get a lot of value of just you know being able to connect with with different with, with different people and different backgrounds and different Definitely. experiences and how the box resonates with them. So um, I love it. I just you know. I love doing what I do and hope to continue doing it. (laughs) Great. Thank you, Sam. And I hope to see you in upcoming episodes. And that's the end of our show. And if you have any better mnemonics, please email us at rttagalogpod at gmail.com. If you want to support the podcast, make sure to go to patreon.com slash rttagalog and follow us on our Instagram, rttagalog. We'll see you guys later. Bye. Bye.